Everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Heidi. And I'm Stephanie, and it is the Paranormal Smorgasbord for October. It is. October. We're kicking off the spooky month. The spooky month. The veil is thin. The days are short. The nights are getting longer. Oh, my goodness. There's Not all kinds that you of could tell there. because it's <laughs> 90 degrees out here. <laughs> what is going on with this weather in October? You know oh, what I global mean? Global warming. It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's awful. Well, today's supposedly the last day, right? Because it's going to be like 50. Well, yeah. The storm moving in as we're mm-hmm. doing our show is going to <laughs> change yeah. things, it looks yes. like. It's going to feel more like fall. Thank gosh. <laughs> Can't deal with this stuff anymore. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was 90. It was 90 something on Sunday, right? And yesterday it was close to 90. Today, it was like 85, so it wasn't too bad yeah. today, but tomorrow, I think the high is like 65, so woo, 30 degrees yeah. difference. It is, but, and this is typical Minnesota weather, I guess, is. in the fall is the swings, but mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be nice to have it a little cooler. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, wearing sweaters and boots and coats and not running around in bare feet still and <laughs> having the air conditioning on. So by this time at the end of the week, the heat will be on, you know? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, the lows are like freezing. I mean, they, I they think there's going to be a frost maybe on one of those days because I thought, oh, before I leave on Thursday, I have to remember to take my two little delicate house plants in the house just in case it does freeze, you know? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yep. Time to unhook the garden hoses. I have not done that yet. Oh well. No, I don't do that until after we rake the leaves, really. Yeah. You know, because that's early enough. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so last week we had the tarot cards, and that was super fun. That was super fun. That was fun. I had fun with that. I like doing that. I didn't know how it would go, doing mm-hmm. little mini one card readings for people or two cards, I think I actually did now this time. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was fun. And 
I heard from a couple of people that I did readings for afterwards, and they were like, yeah, this was cool. It worked. And they, they said it was spot on, which mm-hmm. thankful for that because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it's my job. <laughs> it's Your good. job. Yeah. No, it was, it, <laughs> so, was, it was surely fun. Yeah. So today is the Paranormal Smarter Spread. And, you know, there's just a lot of paranormal stuff out there. But one of the things I'd like to visit later is favorite Halloween movies. You know, of course, what makes me my favorite movie to watch is Practical Magic. Yeah, I like that one. That's fun. I do too. And you know, I always say this, but that was filmed out on my island. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is fun because it's supposed to be an eastern place, right? Is and it that? Was filmed in the yeah, Pacific I think Northwest. so. Mm-hmm. Is that house that they live in actually out there then, no. or is that okay? It so they made the house. That, up. It was just a front that they built on the campgrounds where we used to stay when we first started going out there. And okay. that's a fabulous campgrounds that's on the west side of the island. And wow, when you stay there, the whales wake you up because, you mm-hmm. know, you hear blow and, you know, make all the noise and it's fabulous. So, yeah, right. they totally built that up from that. They have pictures of it in the campground office when they did it. And, you know, the locals still talk about it, of course, you know. And well, they yeah, that's a big about, deal. You know, they were all there and then they did the rap party and they were all at Herb's Bar and, and dancing with all the actors. And, you know, it was just the best time ever, you know. <laughs> cool. That's so. Fun. Yeah, for sure. So that's like my favorite thing to watch. Although, you know, there's a lot of Halloween movies. That's not really a Halloween movie, but it's sure makes Well, it kind of is. I mean, it's not centered around the holiday Halloween. Yeah. But it's still a fun movie because it's, you know, it's about magic and witchcraft, if that's what you want to call it. I don't know. And they end it. They end it at Halloween, right? Because they end up jumping off. They're all in their witches' outfits and they jump off the roof of of the house, you know? So, yeah, it's a cool show. I love that one. But anyway, yeah, so it's a busy month, a busy time for all of us who are in this field for sure. Um, So we had our Paraconnection Paranormal Conference this last weekend and it was. Wow, lots of work, lots of fun. We saw a lot of people we knew. King Sisters, a couple, one of them actually was going to Maine, but uh, a couple of them came, and that was super fun to see them. And uh, there were just a lot of people that stopped by. And we had a, um, we spoke. So Cryptid Chicks had a presentation, and we had so many people in there. And, you know, this world is so small that you always find somebody that maybe if you don't know them, they know somebody that they know, right? You know, mm-hmm. so this guy was there that happened to be with um, a group called Northland Paranormal. And he was in our, our, our presentation and we started talking and he was telling me about um, cryptids and whatever. And he's from the one of the reservations up north that's very small. It's a very small kind of obscure little reservation that lake reservation. And I said, I know somebody there, you know, and I told him who it was. He said, oh, yeah, I know him. You know, it's just bizarre, you know, how this, how it all works out, you know, and we just, there were a lot of people we knew and a lot of people who came to see us and a lot of people who rolled through the doors. It was like, it kind of reminded me of the old Paracons, but without like the big celebrities, right? It was all like Minnesota people, you know, which is fun. That's fun. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Good. A lot of work, yeah. still tired, but um, yeah, it was good. It was good. So what what you been up to? Well, I was teaching Reiki on uh, Saturday, which I when I do it through community, I'd have to book those so far in advance. It's ridiculous. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I was already 
planning on yeah. teaching Reiki, which was fun. And we had a nice big group and it was loads of fun. So that was great. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing this weekend. And of course, we've got more of the paranormal investigating classes coming up, which mm-hmm. I love. We've got one tomorrow night. We've got a couple of uh, 102, well, two 101s in Anoka because the first one filled and they had a wait list. So I added a second one. We've got a couple of 102s where we just investigate. And uh, so I'm excited to get back into some of these buildings. We've taken a break over the summer with some of them. And uh, so it'll be nice to get back in and, you know, when it's dark Mm -hmm. and you can get into some of these buildings and just um, hang out, you know, for a Mm -hmm. while in these 102 Mm -hmm. classes. You don't have to do anything but investigate and just listen and see who's there or whatever. So that's going to be fun. Um, I think I talked... Heidi, there was someone who stopped by the Cryptid Chicks booth that was in one of your classes in Savage. Oh, really? Just oh, recently. Yeah. And she said, so we're going to be doing the investigation. And her name was Annie, I think. Oh, okay. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of people in that class. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, she was, and but she loves the whole cryptid. She was in our presentation too. And then they cool. came by her, they came by her table and yeah, she was talking about it and, and one of those things where, you know, the kids are a little bit older now, so they have some time to do things. And oh, yeah, sure. This is, yeah. So this is what, you know, she wanted to go to this and she thought it was really interesting. And now she's really excited to do the investigation, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited because we'll be back there in a couple weeks to do, uh, or is it next week, that we're going to do the 102 class. And mm-hmm. uh, so it'll, that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of investigating. We actually, I talked last week, I believe, about going up to the Christie house, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We went up to the Christie house on the 23rd. And uh, for those of you just tuning in, they have asked us at the Christie House Museum in Long Prairie, Minnesota, has, they asked my group if we would help them set up fundraising to do paranormal investigating because they have an active historic home. It is not a secret. And they would like to open it up to people that are interested in the paranormal to use it as fundraising because they that's how they make their money. They do not get any funding any other way other than they self-generate. So they asked if we'd help. Okay, great. So we started working with them in the last year. We have some events set up this year. That first one was the investigation mm-hmm. on the 23rd. And we had about 15 people, right? Mm-hmm. We broke into three five-person groups. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Tim led a group, I led a group, and Amy uh, Ryder led a group. And we had a really good time. And it was pretty active. Mm-hmm. But we hadn't gone through the evidence yet. Well, we're starting to go through the evidence and we're finding things. Good. And it's really cool. And I actually have a picture that I can post in the chat room. Yeah. It's also, if you're not in the chat room, you can go to the MPRS Facebook page, my uh, Minnesota Paranormal Research Society. You can go to our Facebook page because I posted it there. And so here I wanted to talk about this for a second because it's so cool. And it's what I I always talk about in my paranormal classes. You anything could be, you know, you could go in and go. It's paranormal, sure, mm-hmm. whatever. I, it's haunted. What we want to do is we want to go into a location and say, okay, what could it be? Mm-hmm. What else could it be? Could there mm-hmm. be some other reason that people think it's haunted, but it's not really? You know, we want to be logical about it. We don't want to just run around flailing our arms and oh, everything's haunted, right? Yeah. And so we we do this investigation, and I was like, yeah, there was some cool stuff happening. Well, apparently, and I hadn't heard this story because there's a lot of stuff that usually happens, even just general stuff. You know, oh, we went here, we thought we heard something, whatever. And 
so I got this picture during the Reiki class, right? So one of my investigators was taking Reiki from me and she, uh, she said, I've got a picture. I got to show you a couple pictures. And I said, okay, yeah, let, let's see it. So on lunch break at Reiki class, she said, we were sitting in the attic which is a, it's a nice attic. I mean, nothing is shabby about this house at all. And Mm -hmm. so it's a wonderful attic. It's got some twin beds up there. It's got some furniture and it's nice, you know, it's a nice space, big space, clean too, which I love. It's clean. Yeah. Right. And so there's like this stairwell (laughs) that comes up from the second floor because the attic is on the third floor, then the second floor and then the main floor. And then there's a basement. So there was a group on the main floor and then there's the second floor in between, and then there's the the attic, and there's a stairs that it goes up and it turns, you know, 90 degree angle halfway through. So you go up probably about five stairs, and then it turns 90 degree angle to the left, and it goes up another five stairs, right? As you're climbing the stairs, it's there's not a wall around the stairs going up the whole way. So about part way up, you're going to start seeing up into the third floor, mm-hmm. right? So... They heard, Tim's group was upstairs, and about 20 minutes into investigating up there, they heard what sounded like someone coming up the stairs. I mean, clearly it wasn't anybody going down the stairs because everybody was still seated, right? Mm -hmm. So they thought, oh, someone's coming up the stairs. I wonder if something's going on. Uh, We forgot our walkie-talkies, so that was fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we didn't have walkie-talkies, so they thought, oh, maybe someone's coming up to tell us something or whatever. This is what Tim was telling me. He's like, yeah, I heard someone coming upstairs, but they were coming up really slow. You could hear someone on the stairs, but they weren't, they were like trying to sneak up, right? Which was weird because if it's another investigator, you don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. You don't sneak around and, mm-hmm. you know, cause cross-contamination or false positives, right? That's all mm-hmm. the stuff. So, so there's someone sneaking up the stairs. And so before anybody went to check and see what was going on, one of the other investigators, this gal who's in my Reiki class, she took two photos, which is very helpful to take at least two photos in a row. And for all the reasons, main reason is if you have something in one photo and not the other, you know, depending on what's happening, it might be interesting, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she takes two photos with the flash. There was no other lights on up there. I mean, there's some light coming through the windows, but other than that, it was just she used her flash and that was it in looking at her photos after that night she noticed that there was something in the photo on the second photo that wasn't in the first photo and it looks like and i'm going to post it here if i can figure out how to put oh here i'm going to try and post it into my into the chat room here Mm -hmm. i just brought it to my I know it's hard to it mult because we have it's hard to multitask. It totally yeah. is. So, um, okay. So I just put it in the chat room and I did a picture by picture. So the first, it's a split, split screen of the two photos. So I put them together, and in the second photo on the right hand side, there's a circle around what is oh, showing. It looks like someone's head coming up the stairs. Oh, so that's the stairway over there. Yeah, you can see just, so as if someone's coming up the stairs, you'd start to see their whole body coming up, right? And so there's something coming up the stairs or something has made a look like a head, right? And it doesn't look like there's any hair and it's a very dark form. Mm -hmm. You can't really see any definition. So I don't know if it's just like shadow figure or if it's a spirit that's just 
not manifested in any other way than just black. Um, anyway, it was very cool because not only do you have this photo, but it was taken at a time that they heard someone on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. They looked, nobody's on the stairs. Nobody came up. No one went down. That was it. Mm-hmm. So I, I sent it to Amy's group who was on the first floor and I said, Hey, did anybody in your group leave? Because my group was out in the carriage house. We were in a totally different building. So okay. it wasn't our group. We had all people accounted for. Tim's group, all people accounted for. So I had to send it to Amy. I'm like, hey, did anybody leave your group at all? Did they sneak out, go walking around the house to, you know, you realize later maybe they were out moving around. Mm-hmm. She said no. Um, and she would j- double check her audio that she had to see if there was anything of note in the house. And she just sent me right before the show, so I haven't looked at it. She has, or seen, I haven't listened to it, but she has an audio clip of some noises that they heard upstairs in some part of the house that they couldn't identify. Now what I have to do, and this is, this is the fun of paranormal investigating, right, is the evidence review mm-hmm. and all the monkey business that goes with it. Yeah. So now, so Tim has a voice recorder. What we have to do is go to the the same time that she has on her audio, listen to his audio and see, was it someone in their group making the noise that she now has heard? Because wouldn't it be interesting if you had someone in her group or there's people in the group that heard something and at the same time in Tim's group, they're also hearing the same thing, but it's no one in their group either. Mm-hmm. So now there's two groups that are hearing the same thing and it's none of the groups, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that you can layer the evidence like that. So we have well, someone on the stairs. Now we have a visual sighting and possibly there's some other noise from some area of the house. Well, and that's what we always say. It's it's more interesting if there, if there are layers of evidence. Right. You know, like somebody heard this, somebody saw that, and then you have the all the stuff. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right. It's much more uh, compelling Mm-hmm. If you have layers of evidence instead of just mm-hmm. one thing, because yep. one thing it's like, well, sure, that could be, mm-hmm. could be something, it but could be. we don't know for sure. Or, you know, there might be other reasons why this is happening or we saw that or whatever. So it's cool to have two now, possibly three, but I've got to verify that third thing that she sent me with what Tim has on his recorder to see, because maybe someone dropped a K2 meter, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so, and then you'll hear it on his recording that he'll, mm-hmm. oh, I just dropped my meter. So then we can throw out that other evidence. But so far, there's two pieces of evidence that line up. Nobody was walking around. Yes, mm-hmm. it sounds like someone was on the stairs. And now we have a head coming up the stairs. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I sent it to the Christie House people, the and they're just over the moon because they thought it was there's a couple of folks on the board that were there at the investigation and they thought it was so cool, so much fun. They thought it was done really well. It was, you know, it was an it was just nice. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't a spectacle. Mm -hmm. There wasn't Mm -hmm. any monkey business. Nobody's Mm -hmm. goofing around. And it was just a fun time. And hey, we might get some get some cool stuff Absolutely. to show what they already know. The people that work there, the already people know. that are there mm-hmm. all the time, they know. They yeah. just want someone to prove it so they can say, look, we're not making this up. We're not just trying to get people here just because this mm-hmm. stuff is real. And so it's fun to help a group do that, you know, to help them 
get uh, get some some proof, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we've got the that photo. I posted it on the MPRS Facebook page, the Minnesota Paranormal Research Society Facebook page. If you're not on our chat room, so you can see it, and uh, we'll get more evidence as we keep combing through. But so far, so good. It's been mm-hmm. it's been cool. It's fun when you get stuff like this. Yep, absolutely. I love I love it when we get stuff like this. You know. So very cool. Yeah. So, and lot, you know, that's, and that's just it. You know, I tell people, if you're not going to have fun with it, you're probably not going to do it. I know if I don't have fun with it, I'm not doing it. Right. Cause this is, and everybody that comes on investigations with us too, they're always saying, Oh my gosh, this is like the funnest thing ever. Right. And yet mm-hmm. at the same time, it's very, like you said, you know, they, they loved it. It wasn't a spectacle. It was just straight up investigation, but a lot of things happen and, you know what's interesting? So when we were up at um, the conference this weekend, I had a few people asking me, do you ever take people out in the woods? And remember, we used to have people ask that a while yeah. back. And yep. I'm like, well, no. And this was particular, one, of the, one of them was this guy, you know, and, and he said, well, I said, besides you're, you know, you're not a girl. And he said, well, I can get a dress on. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, no, but I said the liability really is too much. And I said, people, you know, the woods are especially, you know, the woods are hard to walk around in. You know, it's people twist their ankles, they fall. I do it all the time, you know, so I don't know if we'd ever do that. But I mean, it might be kind of a fun thing to do if it was kind of more tame place and it was not as crazy as our normal woods are, you know, might be a fun idea. I don't know. Got to think about that one. But, um. Well, Terry, how are you, Miss Floodwater? Thanks for joining us. This is fun. So Terry is a friend of mine from Seattle. Um, she said she thought she would listen tonight. So fun stuff. But yeah, so and it's always good when people have a good time, right? I mean, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Is everybody needs to have a good time. And then if we get evidence on top of it all, well, it even makes it that much better. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, happen, that's why you know? we're doing it. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, you're doing this because you're you have a million questions. Yep. And I mean, there's the half of me that understands this is spirit is everywhere, right? There's mm-hmm. all energy is everything is energy. So there's there's something everywhere that's moving through you, in you, around you, with you interacting with you, a part of you. It's just like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. But then what, how could we prove it? Yeah. I wonder, you know, let's yeah. see. So, you know, I've, I've been doing this since 2008. Yeah. Officially investigating. I mean, I've been doing it a lot longer than that, but officially investigating since 2008. Why does anyone do it for that long? Because you it's have thrilling. fun, you meet good people. Yeah. And what if we get something that is irrefutable, mm-hmm. right? That you just, you can't say that's not real. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, there's always going to be the skeptics, right? They're going to say, well, this, that, and the other thing. And you could talk to them until you're blue in the face. And even yeah. if you have three sources of evidence to back it up, they're still going to say, uh, you know. Yeah. Even it's if they're like, there when it happens. Well, exactly. And it's just like, it's just like cryptid research. You know, I always say, yeah, okay, we might run into Bigfoot someday and we might actually get a picture of him. And, you know, there's never any really good pictures of Bigfoot, right? But We'll know it's him, but everybody else will say, well, you faked it. 
And yeah. that, you know what? I've, yeah. I've come to realize that, you know, that's okay because we'll know, you know, it's yeah. our experience and we know what we saw, you know, yeah. same thing with the paranormal, you know? Um, so yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to keep going through evidence and see what's possible. What's still, you know, dig it out of the, of the audio and the video and, um, yeah. So yeah, it's we've just got so much to go through because we've been cranking out these classes, and there's, there's so much time. Oh there's my gosh! Yeah, you know? I know. It's just to to look through audio and video, and oh <sighs> my goodness. Well, and audio especially time. because yeah. you know what you listen to audio and there's nothing to look at first of all, right? So you might you're listening to it and then you might be doing something else, but then you might miss something, right? Because you're not concentrating. So then you have yep. to really concentrate, and it's it's boring. I've said it's this so, before. Evidence yeah. resu- review is very boring, you know, until you find that one little two second something, something that's like, yeah. oh my God, you know, and then it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, you could be going through evidence review for 15 hours, 20 hours, whatever. Yep. And you get 15 second clip out of a video mm-hmm. or audio and mm-hmm. that's it. But if mm-hmm. it's, if it's good, it's worth it. You yeah. Know? But yeah. boy, that other 14 hours and 45, yeah. no, whatever minutes, I don't know, whatever I minus all that, right? It's like, duh, oh my gosh, this is, it's hard to keep, because then, yeah, you're right, you you start to drift and you mm-hmm. may miss things because some of this stuff is so subtle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so subtle. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, investigating, you know, unless things are happening, we're all sitting in dark places, right? And asking a few questions, perhaps, and maybe doing some activities and maybe singing. We like to sing. Um, but it's not exactly the most thrilling thing to do unless things are happening, right? And yeah. so yeah. trying to listen to all of that again is, oh, you know, I wish we could have like they do on TV, like on the TV shows where they have evidence review people that just, that's what they do, you know? Well, if we had shows, then we would. And I know. We don't. I know. Come <laughs> so, on, Heidi, well, they, got yeah. a, they got us put us on a travel channel and oh call gosh. it The Gathering. <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd be, that'd be, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be fun because I don't know if I'd want to be famous either because then you have to deal with a whole other host of issues. Well, and it's Hollywoodized, right? And just to get someone to do my evidence review, I don't know if that's worth the trade-off. Well, yeah. It'd be fun if we could have, you know, I've always said it'd be be cool to have somebody on the team that just does evidence review. Maybe they don't go on the investigations, but then they do the evidence review. But how do you do that either? You know, I think it has to be kind of somebody that was there. And it's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It it would be hard to do evidence review Mm -hmm. when you weren't there. Mm -hmm. But also maybe that you, you don't have that idea of, Oh, nothing happened then because the, you were there and you're like, oh, no, nothing was going on, you know. And so you're kind of half listening where if you're yeah. not there, maybe you would listen That's or do it really hard because you're like, yeah. I, I want to see what this is. Maybe I'll catch something that they didn't see when they were there. I know. I know. I yeah. know. It's just a dilemma. But no matter how you look at it. but It's a dilemma. But it's, yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. it's, it's something. Well, we are really bad. I am really bad about evidence review. Some people on our team get theirs done because we do, of course, and I don't know how you do, how you work this with your team, but on our team, everybody does their own, right? Yeah, and we do our we own. We kind of sort of have deadlines, but, you know, if it's a case where it's a client and they're having issues and 
we need to be back there in two or three weeks or whatever to figure it out, then it gets done. But if it's something that we've done that really has no closed deadline, you know, it's like, gosh, it can be a long time after and I'm still not done. (laughs) Yep. But yep, it's it can be it can be a tough deal to do that yep. evidence review. But when you've got someone that gets a picture like this, you know, yeah, the one that I posted, I'm like, that's fun. cool. That's we, fun. You know, it's like those ones that remember we did Humber the very first time I was at Humber and I was taking because I always take pictures in mirrors and I took a picture of this mirror and I was in front of it and there was nothing there. And then I took one a couple of seconds later. I think I had them on this show at one point, but, um, and there was something like right above my shoulder and it was clear as day. Like, I don't know what it was, you know, some kind of spirit or something. It was crazy. So those are so fun. And we saw that right away. Right. It's like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, what is this? You know? And that is really like, wowza. What is yeah, going on? That's fun. You know, it's just yeah, fun when you thing. can, you can show someone, Look, see, see, yeah. this might actually be possible. And what's most fun for me too is when you have someone who's new to this and they have an experience that they can't wrap their mind around. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. to me is so fun Absolutely. because it's it just, fun. it kind of breaks something open mm-hmm. in their thought process that they, you know, whether they believed or not before. Yep. Once you have your first real experience, it just, it changes you. Yeah, and I think that's interesting because... We can't, I mean, I don't just say we can't, but we, I don't think it's helpful to just have the same thought process your whole life, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. something shifts you and makes you go, what? And that oh, just changes, the game changer mm-hmm. in what you thought or your absolutes mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a lot of things in life. Once you experience something, it might change your life forever. You know, it's kind of the same thing. And if it gets you even just to question things, that's Mm -hmm. perfect. You know, instead of just taking everything at face value or this is what I taught, so this is what I believe, or this is what I know to be true because that's all I've known. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's, let's push the boundaries. Let's expand and say, Mm -hmm. what if, you know, Mm -hmm. that is so amazing to do that. And that's why I love working with different people who just have these cool backgrounds or different mindsets or different experiences because I just want to listen and learn. And I, I'm hoping something will crack my thought process open mm-hmm. that I can think, oh, wow, that's so cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. I want to mm-hmm. look at that more. I want to think about that more. That's just great. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, you know what? We have blown through 30 minutes of our show, so we need to go to commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. is Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz. I am the producer and host of Paranormal Encounters podcast series. I am a published author, academic, former legal investigator, and paranormal enthusiast who holds four advanced degrees with an interest in parapsychology and life after death issues. I have written about and encountered nearly 100 situations 
involving the paranormal with my most frightening experience being a floor-length mirror cycling around in front of me in a haunted room I had stayed in. I invite you to tune in Thursday evenings at 11 o'clock p.m. to 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we have our Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight. First Tuesday of the month. Halloween month. Yeah. Way to kick it off. Right. Halloween-y time. Halloween-y time is what I like to say. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's so, it's so dark out now in the morning. Because, you know, I take Melly for a walk like at 6 Right, because I have to to get to work on time, you know, and so we walk in the dark nowadays, you know, and it's, yeah, it's kind of spooky in the morning. I always think morning is more spooky than a night. I think it's kind of strange, you know? Yeah. I mean, the energy is definitely different mm-hmm. in the morning versus the night. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still some clutter from the day that mm-hmm. kind of settles in at nighttime. You know, there's still that, I'll call it day clutter. Right. And it might be just your own energy, too, that's kind of jammed up a little bit from the day. And so, yeah, I think morning is a little more. You're more clear. Yeah. Just to see things, maybe. Yeah. Because your mind isn't constantly whirling like this because of everything that's happened during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, no. And there have been I have seen some things, you know, I don't know about you, but yeah, there's definitely some things sliding around out there. You know, as usual this time of year. Yeah. Yep. Always yeah, take a second gonna... look. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, always take a second look. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to go out after your eyes. This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out after the show again. I was out last night looking at the sky and just, I don't know, there's some vibe happening that I thought I'm going to see something, yeah. something that I just can't explain. And I didn't. So I thought I'm going to have to go back out again. Maybe tonight because yeah. there's some well if it's not pouring rain because we've been getting just pummeled here tonight <laughs> and it's still raining and it looks like another wave is coming so we'll see but um anyway i want to go out again because something about the energy last night was so awesome and i just mm-hmm. felt like there was some presence and it could just be the earth energy was really just mm-hmm. intense last mm-hmm. night i don't know but well, I, stand, I was standing outside looking at the sky and just in awe. It was amazing yeah. last night. Well, and, you know, we've finally had some rain. So Mama Earth is happy now. You know, the trees, you can just, the trees are like, they're just so happy that they have some rain, right? Because they've been so dry all summer long. It's been just awful up here, you know? Mm-hmm. 
dry, mm-hmm. dry, dry. And now we've gotten like eight inches of rain or seven inches of rain in the last two weeks. So awesome. We need to keep, it needs to keep coming. Keep it coming, keep it coming, keep it coming. Cause they're all, you know, they, they're thirsty. They need it. So, and that moon, how about that moon this weekend? Oh my gosh, Miss Luna. That was pretty. Just gorgeous, just gorgeous. And it was a very calm energy this time. It wasn't that kind that keeps me up at night. I slept like mad, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was good. Um, Ceiling Cat is saying Bigfoot and Halloween or the solstice points behavior changes. Well, I think after all the years we've been doing this, what I notice the most, Cece, is that we don't like to go searching for Bigfoot on nights when there's a full moon. And I haven't noticed any seasonal differences because we seem to find more in the wintertime than we ever do in the warm months. You know, we Mm -hmm. find fabulous footprints. Is it because there's no leaves on the trees? Maybe, but he's they're active. So they're at, I think they're more active in the wintertime because they're just, we find so much stuff. But the full moon, you know, and I think we've talked about this for Heidi, before, Heidi, but yep. remember that one year we were out there yeah. on a full moon and we all went to our research area and there was just nothing going on. I mean, we, we had some paranormal things happening and we had, a, but we also knew that there was a lot of paranormal activity in that particular area, but we and we had maybe a couple of strange different things, but it was nothing. There was no energy in the portal. You know, there's a stick structure where there's just such a big energy portal there. Normally, and that night, there was absolutely nothing. It was just, you know. So we try to stay stay out, you know. I mean, we can go in the woods during a full moon, but not expecting to see anything exciting. Because right. I, I kind of think the moon is too bright. So that's what I would say. Yeah. And I agree. Bigfoot wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The full moon is probably not going to be, is not going to be the right time. But I'm going to tell you, I wish we would have gotten a video of that orb going in and out of the trees. Yeah. Because that was Did we not have a video running? I don't think we did. No. That was cool. We had just um, gotten done walking back towards where we had our little camp set up. Mm -hmm. And I mean... Just for everybody's knowledge, if you don't know, we were out in November staying overnight in this uh, park. This um, it wasn't a national park. I can't remember what. It, uh, anyway, it's uh, we had to get permission to be there overnight, and mm-hmm. it's marshy bog. It was yeah. freezing. <laughs> well, it was like twenty eight cool. degrees out, <laughs> and you know, we're carrying all this gear oh in. God. So we sweat carrying it in yes. and then it goes to 28 degrees. So we're freezing. So we'd gotten up to walk around just to keep, I mm-hmm. I think from getting hypothermia. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we were walking around and as we we're coming back, this bluish orb, huge, it was yeah. like the size of a basketball yeah. followed us yeah. back through the woods and it was going in and out of the trees, just mm-hmm. like we were. Mm-hmm. It was the coolest thing ever. And I thought, what? is happening here and so it made me wonder if there was some kind of energy to that wasn't necessarily bigfoot but still mm-hmm. of that of that realm you know, yeah i mean you know because you 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 hear other sightings with bigfoot it's not yeah. just bigfoot there's other things that people see Absolutely. with it and orbs are one of them yeah. right so that was just and it was creating its own light 
Mm-hmm. And it was following us like someone walking through the woods with us, yeah. except it was this blue orb. Yep. The size of a basketball basketball co- coming through the woods it with us. Big. I forgot Following about us that. around. Yeah, now that you're talking so there's, about it. I mean, it shows there was intelligence mm-hmm. because it was mm-hmm. following us and not bonking into trees, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I that was That was so cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, there were things that happened. I shouldn't say nothing happened because there were things and but mostly paranormal things. And we knew that there like I said, we knew there was paranormal things there. I mean, we got some EVPs like right away, you know. Yeah. Spirits were talking to us. So, yeah. So when we plan investigations um, or expeditions, I should say, out in the woods, cryptid chicks, we always look at the full. <laughs> when is the full moon? Because we're not going to be out there then because they're just... Usually it's the new moon where they're the most active mm-hmm. and it makes sense, right? Cause it's dark, very dark. So, but I haven't noticed seasonal things yet. So that was a long, a long answer for that CC. Sorry, but it is, um, it, she's saying Mars and Pluto aspects. It's going to be a wild ride. Hmm. Well, I guess <laughs> if Mars and Pluto are tangling, I suppose it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or whatever they're yeah. doing. I don't do astrology, so. Yeah, uh, I don't either. I don't put either. Mars and Pluto in the same sentence. It's going to be wild. <laughs> do, do, do. Yep. Uh, yeah, Floodwater is saying uh, Mama Earth is happy and the trees, and you can almost hear them say, sighing. Yes, I agree. I agree. They're just so, so happy. We need more rain. Absolutely. So one of the things I was going to say, it's Paranormal Smorgasbord, and I found this story. I don't know if you've seen it. Heidi, but we always talk about Mothman in the Chicago area. Yeah. So here's a report. It was just published September 28th. Um, and it's a Chicago area woman who said that she had seen a tall red-eyed creature while driving through Camp Pinewoods near the Des, the, the, I don't know, Des Plaines River. Um, so I don't know where that is. Somewhere in the Chicago area. We need to find that out and see if it's in that whole quadrant where we keep saying, you know, maybe this is the new triangle. Here's here's what she says. Quote, I was driving Thursday night at 10 p.m. on September 7th on my way to pick up food in the Glenview area. Prior to picking up my food, I had a super uneasy feeling. I felt very brain foggy and just out of it. I really wasn't focused. I want to think it was stress because she had worked a nine to five. So as I was driving, driving on Westlake Avenue, I was listening to music and singing along to my favorite playlist. I wasn't really thinking much. I drove by the cemetery earlier on River Road, which I hate driving by. Um, okay, I'm just going to go get to the good stuff. But as I drove by the forest on Westlake Avenue, I quickly saw a strange creature standing still on the right hand side of the road. I wanted to believe it was a deer. But, the th- but this thing I saw was six to seven feet tall, standing upright. Deer don't do that. It had a dark gray cement-like colored body, and its eyes gave out the same red as bicycle reflectors do. That's what made her look. When I quickly locked eyes with it, my stomach dropped, and I got so scared. The same feeling you get when riding a roller coaster. I freaked out, and I was thinking, keep driving, don't look back. Quickly sped up, wanted to be around other cars, and, you know, she just kept saying, no, it was a deer, blah, blah, blah. What do you think it was? I mean, it sounds like a Mothman to me, but she didn't say anything about wings, though. Well, but it but could be. But red eyes. But red eyes. You know, it yeah. kind of reminds me of, 
Remember when we were down in Kentucky? I was just going to say the bridge. Yes, because that Mm -hmm. was a bridge too. And remember how we we were eating eating our grits at the Waffle House (laughs) and that guy was telling us all about this creature with the red eyes Mm -hmm. at the railroad tracks. And, you know, here's the deal. There Mm -hmm. could be... It could have been Mothman that time, too. You know, that could have been Mm -hmm. Mothman. She could have seen a Mothman. I mean, if you're that freaked out, I'm not saying you're going to see all the details, right? Right. And if this thing is standing in a certain way or in the trees Mm -hmm. or whatever, you may not see him anyway. You may not see all the stuff, if Mm -hmm. it's even that, right? Mm -hmm. But they both could have been Mothman. And especially around train tracks. I mean, with the one that we saw, that we talked to. Yeah. But this one, too. I mean, there could be any reason if it was mothman why they would be there you know so that's cool oh did what was the city name i was gonna look it up um in the glenview area um chicago area woman and by the desk oh, yeah, in chicago okay so it would be um glenview illinois so it is in chicago so yeah so it would be in what i have dubbed is the yeah. illinois triangle yeah I, I claimed that mm-hmm. like last year and I put a you did put an image up. So <laughs> I I claimed the Illinois Triangle mm-hmm. that this is the new place where Mothman is being seen is the Illinois Triangle. Yeah. And this if it's anywhere near Chicago, it's going to be in it because Il- uh, Chicago is in the Illinois Triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff, right? So that's <laughs> that was recent. That was a month ago. That's I love cool. it. She yeah. had the site. I know. And I love it when we hear this because, you know, like I said, I'll just never forget the fear in that boy's eyes when he was telling us that story. And he wasn't a boy. He was a man. But he was like 20, you know, and we were telling him that we were were at the time investigating um, the um, goat man, the goat man of, you know, uh, Popelik. Popelik Trestle. Yeah. And then he told us about this. And so it was like, I just remember... He was scared. He was really scared, you know? Yeah. He was having none of it. He no. was hoping that would never happen again. Yeah. And he was terrified. He was terrified. I mean, he was trying to be cool. You could tell. Mm-hmm. But he was not having mm-hmm. it. Nope. He didn't want anything to do with it. And he so, was- again, you know, that could alter your your recollection, right? Mm-hmm. What you see. And, I mean, you could see two you could see bike reflectors and think it's Mothman too. So I'm not saying that it is Mothman mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what if there was something nailed to trees, you know, some reflectors that hunters or searchers used or whatever, like, or markers for land. I don't know. Yeah. or Whatever. I mean, there's yeah. all sorts of things. A that lot of things. You can't just mm-hmm. jump to conclusions, but I don't know. There's something about that, that deep fear that people have when they're you. It's hard to, I think you feel that something is true when something, when someone is that fearful, it's really hard to say bike reflectors, you know, right. or, right. or there's some kind of reflectors nailed to a tree because they had some kind of progress project, you know, the highway department or whatever, you know? So you just don't have that feeling because mm-hmm. the energy isn't there mm-hmm. when it's something that is explainable. Usually. Yes. And that's what that's what we've said, you know, my that my Squatchers team has said all along. The best part of doing these public chats and events is hearing people's stories. And I don't mm-hmm. know what these people have seen, but it has scared them immeasurably and has changed them, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
whatever it is, it's something. And, yeah. you know, they're not, you can tell if people are making things up. And most 99% of the people we talk to are genuine, you know, and I have are genuinely scared. And what is this? And you know what I mean? So, yeah, very cool stuff. And it mm-hmm. scares you. You know, it's like when we've had some experiences out in the woods that have scared me too, you know, and it, it just changes you just like we said, everything yeah. else, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I want to see a Mothman. Like, you know that. Like, I that's know you thing. do. And I want to like, see Mothman. I have no idea how I would respond if I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'd be all cool and stuff, but I might tip over and that would be it. <laughs> I have no idea because it's never happened. But that's, that's my thing. Like, I'd love to see a Mothman. That would be so cool. That is fun. I think I say that now. So far, I would that I like to see my thing I don't want to see. You know, um, and it might be something that. Of. <laughs> yeah, once I once I've seen one, hopefully, if I do, then I would be no one. Don't don't ever wish for it. I'll tell everybody, don't wish for it because right. it's terrifying. Right. Like I don't know, maybe it's terrifying. I mean, and then usually bad things happen, right? I mean, there's well, tales and maybe, tales. But maybe know? it's coming to warn people and ahead of time. There's you have yeah. to look at both sides of the coin. Yeah, you, you know, know it's maybe a. A warning. Yep. Well, and they say that there was Mothman was spited on the Mississippi River before the 35W Rib Bridge collapsed all those years ago. So a few times. It wasn't just once. It was like several. Yep. You know? So, you know, it's just crazy toxic. I guess it depends on what way you want to look at it, too. You want to look at it like, oh, Mothman's causing it? Or do you want to look at it as Mothman is trying to warn us? And I don't, are we ever going to know? No. No. Probably not, but it just depends on where you stand, probably with the whole cryptid yep. thing. Well, and of course, there's that movie. What is the name of the Mothman movie with Richard Garrett? That's such a good movie. That's a good oh, one to watch for Mothman Halloween. Mothman Prophecies. Too. Mothman Prophecies, yes. Yeah. That's another good one to watch this month. <laughs> yeah, that's a good That's a good October movie. I just, you know, I know I've said this before, but I just remember when it was at the movie theaters, and I think it came out in the late 90s, right? And I don't think I knew anything about Mothman. I certainly wasn't in this field at that time. And my brother and I were just going to see a scary movie, and we went to see this movie. (laughs) And afterwards, we were pretty quiet for a while. And then Chris said to me, boy, I hope I never see one of those. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, me too, you know? I'm like, oh. But it's one of those movies that just grabs you in, right? And you have to just keep watching it and watching it and watching it over and over and over again because it's just so good, you know? Yeah. And it's so cool because it's based on a true story. Yeah, absolutely. So this is not just... Yep. I mean, I know there's creative licensing and things that were done, but... Oh, of course. I mean, Always. the basis is the core yeah. of it's a true story, so... I know. It's so fun. So fun. So another good halloween We were talking about maybe some Halloween shows that we always watch every year around this time. And of course, my number one is Practical Magic, you know. But I kind of watch that all year long. But that is one that's a good one to have in October. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to look it up now and see if I can stream it. Yeah. Um, Cindy's talking about the Vargas um, Trail up in northern Minnesota. I have not been there. I, I'm going to answer your question. I have not been there. People have told us about this a few times when we used to do paracons when they used to have the paracons up in Minoman because it's close to there and never checked it out. I guess we've had, you know, there's just not enough time in the day (laughs) to go everywhere where, you know, there are reports and I haven't heard of actual reports there. I've heard of folklores, you know, stories, but like BFRO, like uh, almost all the places that we go to, there's actual reports, you know, so doesn't mean they're not there. 
I just, and someday we will, you know. But it's very cool. Um, trying to catch up here in the chat room. There's a lot going on here. Um, yeah, talking about that, that, and that. So, and then we have our Halloween show. So, talking about Halloween. So, our Halloween show will be in three weeks. Is it two weeks? Two weeks. No, it's three weeks. It's the 24th, right? It's what? the week before Halloween. Oh, yeah, it is the 24th, but that's three weeks. I don't three know weeks. what day it is. It's yep. three weeks. I know. <laughs> well, and I put this October 2nd on our this week's ad by mistake. Oops. I didn't <laughs> I see know, that. Whatever. People know. That's fine. Um, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, you know what we're going to do? So, Wendy Webb, our favorite Minnesota author, is joining us. And we're going we're gonna to have a little... Um, just the three of us are having a little seance before the show. And then Heidi, you will have all of your crazy spooky things out. Well, not all of them, but well, not out. I'm going to have yeah. it down there, but I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, I can't have that stuff set up for a week. No. So I'm going to get some of it out, yeah. but it mm-hmm. will be down there. I yeah. just won't have everything set up because there's no way I'm right. going to set it up that early. No. Yeah, that's that's a little early, but it'll be there. So we're going to do it. And you know what? We did a seance there in June and we got, yep. we, it was great. It was quite active. Yeah, you know? it was so pretty active. If those things are there, it might be really a, a wild ride. So yeah, I think we're so. going to do that before the show and then we'll do the show with Wendy and we're going to do all kinds of Halloween fun stuff, but we'll talk about whatever we found at the seance. So Yep. So we're looking forward to that. So that's the week before Halloween. So that's the 24th. Yep. And then that'll be our Halloween 2023 show. So that'll be super fun. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And yeah, I think it'll be active. It's active anyway without all the stuff there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. speaking of stuff, so here's something interesting. I've told you recently that I've had a handful of Ouija boards sent to me mm-hmm. again, right? Mm-hmm. And I get probably two to three emails a week now of people wanting to send me their haunted oh, stuff. Yeah, it's starting to pick up for whatever reason, maybe because it's fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but And they want follow-up. They're like, hey, when you close this, let us know, let me know what's going on. And so oh. I'm like, oh, gosh, put your name and email address in with the board because otherwise I'm not going to know whose is whose. Because right. they're coming from all over and don't make me dig back through my emails and I'm not keeping a yeah. list because I'm not that organized. So just send it in the board with the mm-hmm. board. Mm-hmm. Put it in an envelope or something if you don't want your name touching the board. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've got another uh, email today. I got one two days ago. Um, I have no idea where these things are coming from. I've had them come from as far as Australia so far. Wow, crazy yeah. talk. So, and what do you do with them? So you close them down and then what do you do with them? Well, it depends on, it depends. Each one I have to do differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's rare that I can just do cookie cutter approach. Some right. of them I have to take apart. Some of them I ha- I can just throw them away. Some of them I have to, uh, some of them I keep, you know, um, and use them for um, the Halloween open house is mm-hmm. like a, mm-hmm. a teaching tool. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping though, I'm putting this out there, manifest, mm. here we go. <laughs> I'm manifesting other things because it's on my on my website that I'll take anything that's causing you problems, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's a thing that it's real, right? I mean, right. think of anything that you have in your house that maybe 
you don't like or if it gives you bad vibes or it's from an ex or, you know, whatever. I mean, it could be anything. So that stuff is real. And yeah. here's, you know, these divination tools or mm-hmm. whatever they are, you know, that could be doing the same thing. It just doesn't have to be connected to a person. It could be connected to some kind of energy. And people don't know what to do with it. You have something you got from an ex, you donate it to the Goodwill, right? Or you sell it on eBay, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, here, this is my ex yucky energy. I'm going to sell it and make some money. You know, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. You could get rid of it. You yeah. can throw it away. You could do whatever. That does not mean the connection is broken. Mm-hmm. And rarely does it with stuff you give away anyway. But yeah. this kind of stuff, usually, if you are if you have a bad feeling about it, it's because there's an ill intent with it. So anyway, there's a different way you have to do it. So it just depends on each one is a little different. But right. I'm hoping, manifest, here we go. Send me some other things. Other to- than Ouija boards. <laughs> well, I want to see like weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that's probably, I'm probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I might regret this. I yeah. Might. Uh-uh. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm curious what else is out there that's causing people problems. Send it my way. I will take care of it. And if it's something that I can manage decent, you know, I'll put it in my Halloween open house. Use it as a t- coaching tool. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yeah. tech. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as a plug for our sibling show, The Calling Radio Show, tomorrow night is their Paranormal Babble Show, which is kind of like our Paranormal Smorgasbord, but a little different. So... Join in the fun with Jerry and B tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para X Radio Network. Awesome. And so next week, uh, I won't be here. Heidi will be here. And she. I will be in Washington. I will be on San Juan Island. And I'm excited. And maybe I'll get up to the mausoleum and maybe I'll have some crazy stories. To talk I hope about so because you say that every time. I know. You I know. So. I know. I'm just, I'm calling you on this stuff. There's so much life out there. You know if what you I mean? If you don't, then you need to stop talking about it. I know, I know. Don't but it's go a crazy to Liam. I don't want to hear anything else about it because you know Deborah's going to be up. up there with us. So maybe I can get Deborah to come up there with us because she's pretty witchy like me. So maybe we can get up to the mausoleum and do something. At this point, I'm work. coming out there with you. And you are. I you because should. seriously, I'm tired you of hearing should. about it. Not getting anything. Well, we were there earlier this year but it was during the day and you know whatever we need to get there at night but uh, but fun stuff so it'll be cool but i will get there for sure this time so anyway we soon the music will happen so those of you who are listening including our new our newbies in the chat room thanks for listening floodwater um Thank you for listening and have a fabulous week. And to those uh, troops who might be listening, thank you so much for your service and please be safe. Yes, absolutely be safe. And everybody in the chat room, yes, thank you so much for joining us and uh, contributing your thoughts through our chat room. Um, Everybody out there listening, wherever you are, we love having you join us every week. Thank you so much, whether you're listening live to our show or through the podcast. We love having you. And those of you listening out there, send me your weird stuff. Send Mm. me your weird stuff. MySpiritExperience.com. Send me your stuff. Okay. And uh, Sarge, our most amazing producer. (laughs) Thank you for pulling it all together. And uh, Para-X Radio Network. Thank you so much for hosting us. We love being here and looking forward to the rest of our spooktacular month of October. Make it a good week, everyone. Thank you. Good night.